Good morning. This is our Sunday worship recording for By My Count. It is day 15 of uh, coronavirus isolation policies. It is our third Sunday worshiping apart. It is the fifth Sunday in Lent. And um, just yesterday, as I record this, our governor announced 30-day shelter-in-place order for North Carolina. And our schools will be out until May 15th. So I'm really becoming aware how we are in this for the long haul. I think that's challenging to face, but I think it's also helpful to realize where we are and this situation will carry on for a while and uh, that can be frustrating and disheartening but we can also take it as an opportunity to open our spirits to God's presence and to learn um, what God has to teach us from this totally new experience for everybody so I hope and I pray that we will be able to adapt well and to connect well to each other and to God. Uh, That said, we are all learning as we go and I am learning as I go how to pastor and to lead in this time of separation. If you have feedback or comments, if there are ways that we could love and serve you better, I would ask you to please call or email and Let me know about that so we can keep learning and growing together. I'd like to add a couple of names and concerns to our prayer list. Carolyn Bolick has requested to be on our prayer list, so please pray for her, um, for her health and strength in this time. And Madeline uh, wrote with a reminder of the people of Haiti. And the fact that the political system and medical system in Haiti are both um, fragile at the best of times. And so in this coronavirus outbreak, even as we are aware of our own risk, we pray for the people of Haiti who may well be at much greater risk. So I'd ask you to add those folks to your prayers And please join me for an opening prayer. Holy God, we welcome you in these different days, in this worship apart. We pray that you would fill our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit. Enable us to worship in spirit and in truth. And to respond to your goodness here and now, even as we are apart from each other. Lead us, guide us, and fill us with your grace. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our scripture for today comes from Mark chapter 13. And I'm going to focus on verses 28 to 37. Will you pray with me? God, as we come to your word, may we encounter Jesus, the true and living word of God. And may we learn from your presence and grow in your grace. We pray in the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. 
as soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. This scripture comes uh, in the book of Mark during the time between Palm Sunday and Good Friday, where Jesus has entered Jerusalem. He is uh, teaching and encountering the people and making that final move toward his suffering and death, which will lead to his resurrection. And so this protect particular passage is often read as about the end times and the end of all things. But from Mark's perspective, it's at least also as much about Jesus teaching about the cross, about what will happen to Jesus and about how um, Jesus suffering death and resurrection will bring in a whole new era um, for people and for our relationship with God. So when you look at the text in um, verse, let's see, 35 and following, when it speaks of the evening and midnight and cock crow and dawn, when you follow through the passion narrative in Mark's gospel, Mark refers to a specific part of Jesus' suffering and death related to each of those times of day. So there's a really direct connection about how um, these things are taking place within the life and experience of Jesus. It's also helpful to remember that um, Mark's audience had experienced um, or were in the midst of the end of a way of life as um, Rome came in and uh, destroyed Jerusalem and uh, changed the level of um, control and independence that the Jewish people had. Um, they also, is the Jewish people at that time also experienced a disruption of their normal way of worship that the temple was destroyed and where the temple had been the focal point um, for atonement, for being made right with God and for being connected with God. 
that temple was destroyed. And Mark is um, reflecting on Jesus' teaching how he himself is the point of uh, stability and of connection to God and how through Jesus, uh, God's people are able to connect directly with God and receive for forgiveness of our sins. And when I looked at that uh, teaching, especially in the light of this week and of the way that um, our way of life has been abruptly changed and things are different and the possibilities are different and our way of worship where we have uh, for lifetimes gathered together to sing and to pray and to hug each other and to be in God's presence together and in the course of three weeks we are now um, worshiping separately um, from our homes and so I think that um, there's some real learning and some real comfort to come from this scripture, knowing that um, that Jesus is, in fact, still the true and ultimate source of our direct connection to God. And um, we may be quarantined, we may be socially distanced, but um, that doesn't stop Jesus um, from being present to us and from bringing us into the presence of God. So I'm going to invite you to listen to this scripture again um, from a different translation. We're going to listen to um, the translation that was written by Eugene Peterson called The Message. As you listen this time through the scripture, pay attention to what word or phrase or image sticks out to you. Take a lesson from the fig tree. From the moment you notice its buds form, the merest hint of green, you know summer's just around the corner. And so it is with you. When you see all these things, you know he is at the door. Don't take this lightly. I'm not just saying this for some future generation, but for this one too. These things will happen. Sky and earth will wear out. My words won't wear out. But the exact day and hour, no one knows that. Not even heaven's angels. Not even the Son. Only the Father. So keep a sharp lookout, for you don't know the timetable. It's like a man who takes a trip, leaving home and putting his servants in charge, each assigned a task, and commanding the gatekeeper to stand watch. So stay at your post watching. You have no idea when the homeowner is returning, whether evening, midnight, cockcrow, or morning. You don't want him showing up unannounced with you asleep on the job. I say it to you, and I'm saying it to all. Stay at your post. Keep watch. Now pause for a moment of quiet reflection. After your chance to reflect on these words, I'd invite you to share with your um, family or the people you're gathered with what word or phrase or image stuck out to you in this reading. 
after everyone who wants a chance to share has gotten that chance? Share what feels new or different or out of place for you here and now. Has anything changed in the past few weeks that feels different to you? Is there anything that you miss that you wish you could have but isn't possible in our current situation? Share with your group. Jesus promises to be our companion, our guide, and our connection to God. Are there any ways that Jesus' presence can comfort or support or nurture you as you face the things that you miss and the things that have changed? And finally, share any final um, thoughts or reflections that you have based on the scripture and what you've learned from your family members. Just as we share scripture and our reflections on it, we also take time to share ourselves and our lives. So first, share with your group, if you choose to, an oops from this week a mistake, a time you fell short, or something that you regret from this week. Next, share a blah. Blahs are those moments that we feel sad or down, disconnected. Sometimes we might think, why would we share that? Why would we dwell on that? But it's when we acknowledge and reflect on all that's going on that we can invite God's grace and presence into those moments that we need them most. Next, share a wow. So what is something that you saw or heard or experienced that was good or exciting or beautiful? Sometimes in worship we call these things God sightings. So share your God sightings with your group now. Then we share thank yous. What are you thankful for today? Something small or large that is a gift. You didn't earn it or deserve it, but here it is, and you're thankful. Share that with your group. And now we move from a time of sharing into a time of prayer. Will you pray with me? We God, you have created all this world and you have called it good. We pray that you would be with us now. Draw us together in your spirit. Connect us to you and to one another, even far apart. God, we pray for your church throughout the whole world. In this time of new and different struggle that none of us have experienced before, we pray that you would give us courage and strength, patience and hope, that we might be your body, sharing your love and your hope, even in these days and in these hours. 
we pray for those who are tasked with response to this virus, for our health leaders and our political leaders. God, give them the wisdom that they need to guide us well. Give them strength and protection. We pray for our president, Donald, and for our governor, Roy. We pray for all those who have been elected or appointed to be our leaders. Help them, O oh God, and help all of us to seek our common good, to know which sacrifices are necessary at which time, to care well for all of your people. God, we pray for our local community. God, we give thanks for um, bus drivers who are delivering meals to kids and families. We thank you for Burke United Christian Ministry who continue to serve our neighbors in need. Pray for our diaper closet and for the families who continue to receive supplies for their babies even in this time of upheaval. God, we pray for every single person on our church prayer list. For those who are newly added this week, for Carolyn Bullock and for the people. God, bring your strength and healing and hope to each person in the ways that they need it most. God, we pray that you would be with us in our individual needs. Bless and guide our families. Help us to have patience and kindness for each other as we spend time close together. God, Holy Spirit, as families adjust to everyone being home, as businesses and schools close, we ask that you guide people in their new realities. Give spouses grace for each other. Prompt worn out parents to speak words of kindness and encouragement. Help children to find creative ways to experience the beauty of all you have created and help us to continue learning. Have mercy on me, O oh God. Have mercy on me, for I take refuge in you. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. Lead us and guide us, O God, as may be best for us. As offer the words that Jesus first gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And finally, I leave you with these words of blessing from Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. May you know the blessings of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.